Well, as you just heard on the news, the city of Port Coquitlam is talking about receiving a report of a hate-motivated poster that was posted in the community at a bus stop. And Mayor Brad West spoke earlier today talking about how when he takes his kids to a park, one of the great things is seeing the diversity of the community. One of the best parts about living in our community is going to the park and to the playground and watching all the kids yahooing around and having fun and, you know, big smiles. And when you're out there, you know, they're just playing together and they're having a great time. It's a beautiful thing to see. And, and, and it's the full diversity of our community that's out there. Um, and the fact that there'd be an individual who, who looks at that and, and thinks that that's something wrong and try to spread this hateful message is um, just completely unacceptable. That was Mayor Brad West speaking earlier today on Mornings with Simi. Now, if you've not seen the picture of this post, it says, Join us for whites only, moms and tots. It goes on to say, Are you looking for somewhere your children can play with others that look like them? Are they tired of being a minority in their schools or daycares? Escape forced diversity and join other proud parents of European children as we create an atmosphere in which our kids can feel like they belong. Now, as you can imagine, this is offensive. Many people have talked about their outrage to seeing this. There's a website with it as well and a QR code that people can go to. But we wanted to talk about this more today because in the release put out earlier today. Not only have bylaw officers gone out, the Coquitlam RCMP have also been made aware of this incident and they are encouraging residents to report incidents such as this to the RCMP saying that a file number has now been opened for the public to report if any more signs are found. Joining us to talk a bit more about this is Ari Goldkind, Goldkind, who is a a criminal lawyer, also a, a legal commentator a legal analyst and political commentator. Ari Goldkind, great to have you back on the show. Good to be back on with you. What is, from a legal point of view, this is obviously very offensive and some questioning whether or not it was even legitimate, but for this to be put out, for the RCMP to have a, a folder on this, is this something? is this something that could be classified as illegal or a hate crime? Good question. Easy answer. Not even in the zip code of a hate crime, not even in the zip code of the RCMP. They're all just busy clutching their pearls because everybody gets to look like a sensitive virtue signaling hero. I believe this sign is a punk or a prank. It doesn't feel real to me at all. I think it's getting the exact kind of response uh, that, you know, we've seen other similar kinds of plots get. But this is not hate speech. This is not willful incitement of hatred. This is not advocating genocide. So from a legal point of view, there is a real crisis in this country where people are confusing the right to be offensive or not to be offended versus something that's either a breach of the peace or a breach of the criminal law. And I'm just amazed when I watch these stories or I hear the mayor come out and give his opinion, you know, there's so much confusion here about this story that just because people think it's odious or don't like it, probably a lot of people do like it but won't say it publicly, that somehow this makes it a crime. It's not a crime, and the RCMP, to their great shame, should have actually done their job and said, well, look, this might be disgusting, offensive, odious, whatever you want it to be, depending on your politics, but no way does the RCMP have any business uh, pretending that this is a crime. 
And, and I, I get what you're saying. And I mean, it's fine for the mayor to have an opinion. It, it, he is the mayor of that community. And he, he is certainly somebody who is offended by this. And there are many people, uh, like, like you say, there are many people who are offended. There are probably people who are not offended by this. Uh, so, so it sounds like you're saying as well, this, this should not have an RCMP file number. Not only should it not have an RCMP file number, you're well aware, and I'm sure you've covered on your show and your listeners know, there are a number of groups, a number of schools, a number of classes, a number of job postings that very brazenly say, if you're white, you cannot be employed here. We are employing people of color or Indigenous or BIPOC people only. That's very common in my city in Toronto. It's now publicly posted. Nobody seems to go ballistic about that. So, you know, for the mayor to go on air and say this, okay, that's great. He's the mayor. He's doing what he thinks he needs to do as a politician. But, you know, the question here is, are we in a society now? And by the way, Jill, the answer is yes. We're in a society that now says if somebody says something that we think is disgusting, uh, vicious, odious, uh, mean, nasty, that somehow that's a call to the police. As a criminal defense lawyer, I'm very cautious about the criminal law. Jill, not defamation, not civil, not bylaw, not the Human Rights Tribunal, not the Human Rights Commission, but when you look for the criminal law to start arresting people who say things that you think are ugly because that's the politics of the day, that's a very, very slippery slope, and no, the answer wearing better shoes is not an answer to that slippery slope. Uh, the post goes on, and I tend to agree with you when I, I first looked at this, even though there is a website and you can go to the website, it, it seems like a punk or it seems like something exactly to get those uh, conversations to see what the reaction would be. Uh, there's another line in the post, I think, that is what people find quite offensive, where it says, invest in your child's sense of well-being and racial identity by giving them the gift of time spent amongst their own people uh, because they deserve it. That's the last line of the post. So even if they were to find the person who posted this, that that was kind of my question. Even if they were to find the person and and or that person came out to, and said to the RCMP or said publicly, yeah, it was me. Is there even a charge that would be associated with that? Not not for a second. And you well know, and this is my point and people should understand my point. You don't nobody has any idea what I think personally. But if you would have said this about a group that only welcomes young black youth, indigenous youth, lesbian, two-spirit youth, that says be around your own, nobody would have a problem with it. Somehow, when it's one race, the formerly most common race in this country, you get the mayor and you get everybody going ballistic. Again, maybe it's odious. Maybe people don't like it. Maybe people on the far left hate it. People on the far right will stay quiet. The question is a legal question. So if this person, and by the way, Jill, I do believe it's a punk. It's basically like the story in Toronto where that teacher came out, and I don't know if you saw the prosthetics. Mm-hmm, I and did. It made, that was, I called that from the first moment that that is absolutely a punking. There's no way that's real, even in our crazy society. But if the person came forward right now, went to the park, saw the mayor saying all the things that the mayor is supposed to say and said it was me, the idea that anybody thinks handcuffs or an arrest or, uh, you know, any kind of criminal law action should ensue. If you don't like what somebody says, respond to it in the public square. That's where this is. 
But to see so many people online, as they constantly do, Jill, it's very frustrating to think that most people can't just Google the criminal code and look up public incitement of hatred, advocating genocide, odious speech, speech you disagree with, speech that, you know, was on a third rail, immigration, this right, these parents. It's not criminal to oppose, to to propose an opinion that is in direct opposition to the zeitgeist of the day. That's what this person did. To me, it's a complete prank. But even if it wasn't, it is not illegal. Uh, The release that came out today as well uh, goes on to say that uh, the Coquitlam RCMP are collecting reports on hate-motivated incidents, saying that this is in response to the rise of cases motivated by hate based on race, gender, or sexual orientation. Uh, It goes on to say, though, and this is where I thought things got a little interesting, it said, report hate-motivated incidents, and there's a website to report, but it then defines it, saying hate-motivated incidents are when a person is targeted by another person motivated by hate in a way that is not a criminal offence. Hate crimes are criminal offences that are motivated or suspected to be motivated by hate. And that's exactly my point, and I'm glad you read that, which is they, to their own discredit, and I don't have a lot of respect for a lot of the RCMP, trust me, to their own discredit, they're now getting involved in the talking police The word police, when they even acknowledge in that little, you know, uh, blurb at the end, there's a difference between crimes and speech that you don't like. I'm sorry. The RCMP, with all the threats to this country, a Nazi in the House of Commons, a government that doesn't know what that the left hand speaks to the right. Now the RCMP is busying themselves, taking complaints about this. I hate to break this to, to your listeners. I mean, my last name is Goldkind. Pretty easy to figure out my religion. You know, the number one source of hatred in this country is anti-Semitism. And we're all clutching our pearls after a day and the Nazis in the House of Commons where the RCMP, which can't vet anybody, lets people into the House of Commons, is saying, call us on our hotline if somebody says something to you that's not a crime. I mean, that is not a good use of police resources. But unfortunately, in this day and age of anti-social media, Jill, where everybody goes running as a victim to the police, They are confusing hate crimes with odious, offensive, ignorant, stupid speech. But there is and there must be a difference between those things. Because, again, looking at this post, which we agree, we both think that this is a punk. The Mm -hmm. language, I get why people are offended. It it is when you look at it, oh, you you think this person's actually saying we want we want a whites only daycare and whites only. Okay, but it doesn't. It's offensive, but nowhere in this post, even if it was real, there is nothing in this post that says we hate other uh, other people. We hate people that don't look like us. It doesn't say anything about harming people. It doesn't say anything derogatory about anybody. It, it, it says that they're looking for a certain group. So how does that, yes, offensive, but how does that even make it a hate incident? And you, again, you're being more, more clever, Jill, than most hosts and people talking about this subject today, which is you're hitting the nail on the head. And by the way, I'm not so sure it's so offensive depending on whose politics you are. At the end of the day, you could flip that sign and change the word whites to any other religion, creed, color, race. We would not be on air talking about it. Now, again, I'm not saying whether I find it offensive or I don't. Not, 
It's not the point. But if you just changed that racial group from whites to another one, there'd be no oxygen to this story at all. That, to me, is an interesting piece. And to quote the great Bill Maher, who did a much better monologue about this maybe five, ten years ago, Jill, somehow being an adult means being exposed to things that you hate, things that you find offensive, things that you find disgusting. But you don't put on the victim hat and run around to the police to police speech. If you want to live that way, there are countries quite east of us where if you say something that somebody doesn't like, if you look at somebody in the wrong way, particularly if you're a woman, by the way, you're going to end up stoned, put behind bars. In Russia, you'll be put in Siberia. Why people want our country, which is a paragon of speech, even offensive speech, to look like other countries where we jail or lock people up for saying ugly, gross, disgusting things, it will never make sense to me, Jill, and it is an increasingly growing problem and danger in a once liberal society. Ari Goldkind, we will leave it there for today. As always, though, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for talking about this. Great to be on with you, Jill.